hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Friends with Benefits Podcast. I am Tara. Uh, if you have been listening to the, uh, just just don't listen to stuff before this. It's not relevant. It won't be relevant. <laughs> Uh, but if you have been listening, there has been a name change. It's going back to an old name that I was going by, and then I went by my government name for a bit. But now we're back to the right name. So, hello, I'm Kara. This is my co-host, Emerald. Hi. And we are talking about our... We are, we are walking the Deccans. When um, <laughs> we're talking about Deccan, we're reviewing Deccan 3 of Taurus. And introducing... And- Gemini 1. Yes. I'm introducing Gemini 1. And just so, briefly, before we go into the retrospective, mm-hmm. how many times did we reschedule this? Is this the 4 3 schedule? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so we went for Monday and then, or no, we went for Sunday and then Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and now it is Thursday. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Sunday was original. Reschedule on Monday. Reschedule on to Tuesday. Reschedule to Wednesday. Reschedule to Thursday. Yes. Fourth reschedule. Um, my time lord is Mercury at this point. Um, and I will... It's a good thing that it happened this way, so I can just expect... I, I've learned the norm for the rest of the year. I've got... I've only got 10 more months of this. <laughs> Just back and forth, three times a year. Yep. Got four retrogrades in this solar... In oh, this that's year. right, that's right, that's right. Between, <laughs> my, between now and now. Four retrogrades next in 2023. People... So technically there's four this year. But there's closer to four next. Because it's 3.14 um, retrogrades in 2022 but there's 3.86 retrogrades in 2023 so it's closer mm. to 4 in 2023 and also it's, it's literally the last two days of the year it's like December 28th 29th when it starts fucking hell so uh, I mean Mercury is simply never happy don't take the trip don't don't go to New York to watch the ball unless you are unless you already live there in which case you probably aren't going. <laughs> Don't go and watch the ball. It's not going to be worth it. It's going to be. Do people oh, even still go. watch this? <laughs> yes, mm. yes, because um, for um, for every New Yorker that has the sense to do it, there's a New Jersey person that doesn't. Mm. Every New Yorker that has the sense to avoid it, there's a New Jersey person that doesn't. And yeah. Well, I just mean, I don't even watch it on TV anymore. I think the last time was like 2014. Yep. Me. There are people who still have faith in the world. Mm. Or maybe enjoy the small things. I'm not saying that they're wrong for having faith in the world. But like... I mean, like, I was three years old at the turn of the millennium. And so I missed that. You know, I don't really remember it. And yeah. uh, there's just not going to be any any more that are worth it for the rest of my life. Like, yeah, not in the society that we have, that are like scientism society that we have, where <laughs> it's just like, oh, nothing. Like, like no one's gonna, they're not gonna drop the ball for when uh, Jupiter and Saturn go exactly 
Yeah, yeah. In a great conjunction. I could do that if they. I would. I would go to New York for that. I, I, I'd go to that New could York be, for that other could be things, a really cool but I wouldn't party, watch yeah. the drop, the ball drop for anything that's not astrological. And the while the New Year is a little bit astrological because it's oh the solar return of this year <laughs> of the year no, that no. we decided to start. You know what? You know what we should do uh, for the next great conjunction is mm-hmm. just um, meet up with all our friends and then have a writing party like Mary Shelley. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! Did that happen on a great conjunction? That writing party? Let me see. Let me see what the election was. I'm sure we know. Yeah, it has to. Yeah, it has to have been known. And for anyone who's worried about the the quiet that's happening now and the fact that this is a tangent from the thing this is the friends with this is how it happens the friends with benefits podcast the friends with benefits podcast not the professionals with benefits podcast <laughs> we are professionals but the podcast is to display the friend which means winding conversation and that beeping motherfucker outside because I don't have a soundproof office, and I'm not gonna have one for, like, at least a year and a half. Yeah, at least a year and a half. Uh, I should know this because there was an episode of Doctor Who. Totally? Yeah, there was a Doctor Who episode. Mary Shelley... Doctor Who Mary Shelley episode. Well, the that party, aired on the 16th. Sorry, go on. The party began on uh, the 14th of May, 1816. That's that part of me. And then Byron joined them on the 25th. 1816. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Scrolling through time, no matter how to. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, yeah. Frankenstein was published in 1818. On the 1st of January. That was uh, Jupiter and Scorpio, uh, Saturn and Aquarius. Oh! Oh, so square. The writing of Frankenstein happened... Closing square. Um, yep. The writing of Frankenstein happened with... Um, uh, is having its Saturn return. Had its Saturn return. Fuck, you're right. And the release of Saturn, uh, Frankenstein, will be having its Saturn return in 2023 and 2024 and 2025. Well, okay then. Hopefully this, this like, extra Saturn return, um, oh my gosh, it's gonna, it's not, it's not going to because the, not right now, it, it's just we're close to the, to the Pluto return of it as well. One second, I am getting Pause. Gonna pause recording. Brazil. All right, all right. We are back from my call. I have mangoes. Don't ask how that's related to the call. I just have mangoes. Um, mangoes are good. Mangoes are good. Unlike, well, the last, the last decan was okay. Last decan was okay, as of. The last 10 days of Taurus season were, there was an eclipse in the middle of those days. Um, so right. not the greatest, 
Um, but it was there. It happened. Um, the the presiding deity of that of that Deccan was Litai, um, prayer. Um, right. The symbol being prayer beads, the card being seven of um, pentacles, which is worry, um, or or rather failure. But um, it looks yes. he's this guy's just kind of staring. Uh, uh, I was listening to the astrology podcast uh, June forecast, um, which isn't out right now, but I'm a Patreon subscriber. Go subscribe to their Patreon. While you're at it, subscribe to mine. Not that there's anything there except for a cute little poem. So yeah, go subscribe to mine and the astrology podcast. <laughs> um, what? Where? Let me not. The last decade. The last decade. Uh, the the astrology podcast was talking about uh, uh, the the card of the last decade being a guy literally just watching plants grow, and that I like the conflating that with the idea that the god that the deity presiding over this um, decade is prayer that prayer is watching plants grow. It, like watching the divine, watching the gods work, uh, like mm, uh, grow I see. seeds in your life and plant plant seeds and grow seeds in your life, or rather, the seed the seeds have been planted, and that can be an intense experience if you if you are the soil, the seeds being driven into you. Um, but um, when when those seeds are driven into you. The, attending them with prayer um uh, like the hmm. okay that's a bad <laughs> that's a that's a bad draw of metaphor um but I it mean, can yeah. be intense when well a okay, seed for proper growth is um there's planted. something there though there's yeah something yeah there's something I there mean, like... i just started to miss me um, I like the, the uh, like your trauma is not the seed that's being planted. It can be traumatic to start healing. Like sometimes, like if you let a thing, if you let your arm sit wrong, if you don't splint your arm the minute you break it, mm. uh, it might like sometimes you need to re-break it to get it right. Totally. It, I mean, okay. So like the yeah. the normal way you would look at it would be. You're praying because you're the person, you know, the the figure in the um, in the card in the image, mm-hmm. who is hopeful that the the crops will bear enough fruit to uh, keep you through, and it doesn't look like they will, and you're just hoping on the gods to show mercy on you. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, certainly, um, when you plant seeds in the soil from the perspective of the soil, that is an unavoidable trauma that they have no control over where they are forced in and then draw resources up and only eventually wither and die and return resources at a time that is also completely outside of your control really mm-hmm. and that's why like we have to have good times and bad times because 
I'm my brain's now going to monocropping. Like if you try to pull the same uh oh, yeah. same yield from the same field soil. with no with, from same soil with no variance rotation with, with no rotation you will kill that soil and you'll if pull, you try to pull all the nitrogen out of it you'll pull the you'll pull the nitrogen out of it it won't you'll have to move or you'll have to cover your your soil in cow shit yeah uh, when you could just grow some oh, soy yeah grow some soy next to your uh, different plant I don't know if soy and corn need the same things or need separate things, but grow some, grow this next to this, so that they can, there can be a balance. Like, do you have to do things for the soil that you are in, and you and you have to do things for the soil that you are, and make sure that you're being fed, and we make and we make sure that we, um, and prayer is asking the gods to properly nitrogenate us. To give, soil. give me some nitrogen fixers, yeah. Yes. Some clover, some lilac, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Now, what happened a lot? And in the 10 days that were about 15 yeah. to 5 days ago, what happened then? from May 10th to May 20th. Right. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's let's pull that up. <laughs> terribly, terribly prepared we are. We truly need to um, tell right. the, tell that guy that you um, that you watch the news for just like, hey, could you just do 10 day reviews instead <laughs> just of... Just give me 10 days at a time. Yes, um, don't like lessen your work and do it every 10 days. Yeah, Just yeah. go to I know everyone. it's not exactly a week, but... Bill DeFranco, a- anyone who does any sort of new segment, hey, can you do them in 10-day sections? <laughs> the, the 10th to the 20th, yeah. Um, so that, that was... Um, I mean, that was Eurovision, which I know nothing about. Ah, Eurovision. I know nothing about it either. But it happened, so... It was a thing. I um, Ukraine won with their song Stefania, apparently. Oh, love that. I was love not that. paying attention at all. And so many people were did mention like were saying, Oh, Ukraine won. Um, and like that that could be that could be tied as like a, a prayer. Oh, we won this. Let's hope we win the war as well. I've seen I saw people Certainly. expressing that sentiment. I have heard, um, apparently, that it seemed like people were kind of really pulling for Ukraine to win, and maybe uh, voting a little bit charitably, but, but mm-hmm. yeah. I, so yeah, another connotation of prayer. Yeah, and it was also charitable of the forces that be for the United States to send $40 billion. Mm-hmm. That right. was 10 in, days in ago. Weapons. That, in weapons, yeah. Yeah, certainly. Um, I did hear, apparently, like, um, it, with regard to that, mm-hmm. within that, that sphere, one of the things they're doing is, uh, in terms of, like, how warfare is changing in the 21st century, Yeah. Uh, I, a lot of people, this is going to be another talking point that I am almost quoting directly verbatim from Bo the Fifth Column, um, 
but a lot of people have been kind of chittering about like, oh, the U.S. military going electric, going green is such a fantastical nonsense idea. How are we going to contest uh, Chinese tanks or whatever uh, with our electric vehicles? And um, he was saying one of the things they're doing in Ukraine right now is they're kitting up anti-tank rifles onto e-bikes, electronic motorcycles. And then having people go out in these quiet, nimble, quick little things and set up ambushes and make cheesecloth of the Russian tanks. Love that. Love that so much. <laughs> um, I'm not a fan of war. But right. when, war is, when war is happening, I'm a fan of that. And like, insofar as I am... As, insofar as we both mm-hmm. in this show uh, are um, uh, entities that are um, distrustful and uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, distrustful, find states distasteful. Um, yes. This is definitely a tactic that is more usable by normal people than has been true in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but abortion yeah, but, has been going wild going on. has been going on and um, that like Oklahoma passed a bill uh, didn't wasn't I didn't think that Oklahoma was progressive I didn't just didn't think about Oklahoma but apparently oh, Oklahoma okay, legislature cool. passes passes bill banning most abortions after fertilization right which is privacy like the the roe v wade is founded on privacy yeah and like ugh. it's supposed to be a fourth amendment right uh you, yeah according to the united the, the bill of rights the u.s constitution we are supposed to be protected from undue unlawful sur- uh like searches basically yeah and um the, and what the idea could be more unlawful or un- undo unnecessary than, than necessitating minding someone's womb yeah it's like keep like the old the adage is there keep your keep your head keep your hand out of other people's pockets mm. now what is a womb but a, nope <laughs> no well, yeah, yeah. Keep, keep your government yeah. out of my body, yeah. A womb is tat- is a pocket. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a space. It has an opening. Container. Sure. There's an... The... Well, a container makes them think they can reach in it and grab cookies. <laughs> but it, it's a pocket, and it's my personal pocket. And just because there's not a zipper on it doesn't mean... You can't. You can reach into it and grab something. It's not okay. The state should like, not have jurisdiction over some, the person's bodily autonomy. Yes. In Europe, they there's a lot of pickpockets. In the United States, there's a lot of mind your pockets. When just like what well, you could you could just not do that. Uh-huh. And there's also like Ro- Roe v. Wade is on. There are things that the you not that. Um, that, that the government cannot um, cannot um, legislate on like that, that like 
abortion is just like okay we can't we can't put resources into that we can't allow that to be uh we can't and um, outlaw the, the, it because it's a should not be able to yeah should not be allowed yeah. to mm-hmm. and like furthermore this the very fundamental argument that they're using about like um i don't remember the exact legal jargon that was used in the in the statement that was leaked but uh a long historical precedent of um referral or something that should not be constitutional either because the ninth amendment guarantees to individual people non-enumerated rights it is literally in the constitution that we have rights that are not explicitly listed in the constitution yeah and i i'm hopeful for this because mars is in the sibley ninth and the ninth is judges so mm, true and it's also a day chart so mars is more malefic oh, wait 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 no it's in the sibley fifth sibley fifth sagittarius fifth. to aries right boo boo i'm hopeful for this in the summer when the sun isn't set in in, uh, in leo then and um, Mars will follow later in the summer, in like August. Mars will be going retrograde in the seventh house. Never mind. It's not later in the summer. It's later next year. It's actually in the summer of next year, if I recall correctly, that the that Mars is in Leo. Um, this time next year next month next year but mars is co-present jupiter yes mars is co-present jupiter jupiter is judges and i'm not making a threat this is not a thing that i could do or would do i could barely get to norwalk i wouldn't make it to dc to quote president kennedy those who make peaceful reform impossible make violent revolution inevitable yes Mars hitting Jupiter while Mars is domiciled. Sounds like Jupiter, judges, are going to have to kneel to daddy. Yeah, um, I'll say that. I'll say that. That that wasn't what I was going to say, but I started actually using astrology in my brain. And (laughs) sounds like they're going to have to kneel to daddy. It's hard to do courtroom. It's hard to be in a courtroom when it's on fire. Um, yeah. Returning briefly to Ukraine, there have been a couple of developments on the ground. Um, I'll, I'll start with the bad news on the 16th of May. Uh, the siege of Mariupol, or yeah, Mariupol, I think is how it's pronounced. I'm, I'm, I do not speak Ukrainian. Um, ends in a Russian victory as Ukrainian troops are evicted or evacuated, basically. Uh, and more optimistically, on the 14th, uh, Russian forces withdraw from Ukraine's start, the second largest city of Kharkiv, which is also, I've learned over the course of this conflict, basically kind of their um, San Francisco, their queer hub. Ah. Ah. Remember. Clear sign of fascism is hating the gays. Yeah. That, like, literally, because the Ursula Rising has been pointing this out, and I really appreciate her for pointing it out. That in human society, the neurodivergent queer and the wise 
person of the village are, are the one and person. the same. Yes, are the same person. The neurodivergent queers are the school of lineage. Um, authoritarian states uh, really hate it when we do not instantly have children at age 16 and become beholden to uh, massive amounts of medical debt. Yeah. 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 When they hate like... it when we don't make new little soldiers and factory workers. They hate it when we have any amount of freedom in our personal lives. They hate it. Yeah. They're like, eco-fascists are like, oh, we're overpopulated. And they say that, they say that because... Like, the overpopulation, like, there's no such thing, really, as human overpopulation. Correct. What is, um, if, if a population is growing, that's because a population is naturally, is, is, uh, you can't overpopulate. That means the carrying capacity will accommodate that population. It doesn't happen otherwise. Yes. People Um, cannot have babies if they are malnourished. We are, like, I call them, I truly call them eco-fascists because the overpopulation they're referring to is an overpopulation of people who are and want to be happy and, and, are and not sacrifice at the altar of a, of money and yeah like generally who are non-white yep uh, because yep. yeah it, we, there has been math done the carrying capacity of earth is something like 12 or 13 billion and um, if current trends, uh, you know, pan out, the human population will plateau at about 11 billion. Yeah. And that's how nature works. Populations plateau when they get, when they get too high. Uh, and then a couple other things uh, occurred... Um, the um, the president of the United Arab Emirates mm-hmm. uh, died ah. on May 12th and was replaced by the federal Supreme Court. The new president is Mohammed bin Zayed Al Nayyan, and um. The uh, former president of Somalia, Hassan Sheikh Mohammed, uh, has been elected president again, beating out um, the incumbent president, uh-huh. Mohammed Abdullahi Mohammed. I don't know anything about either of these nations' politics, really, but this is on the Wikipedia list. It's stuff that's happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we should and then also we, we should got, start directing people to now we want you to listen scroll through the wikipedia list and we're just that. gonna muse on what could have happened in the world <laughs> and, um, and then also see, tell us if we're correct <laughs> one more thing on may 12th um the event horizon telescope has um revealed uh, its first image of the Sagittarius A-star black hole at the center of our Milky Way galaxy. That's Mula Nakshatra. My dad, my... Right, yeah, it is. I had to hear this, so everyone else is going to have to hear this. My dad said, did you see that new picture of the of the 
of the black hole in the center of the galaxy? I said yes. I started to walk away. And uh, he said to me, because we, we had a we were having a conversation and I was distract I was trying to I was cooking something and I was away from my food, so I went back when I was walking away and I was trying to get a reaction out of me. He said, Doesn't it look like a vagina to you? And I did not get a good enough look at that. I'm gonna actually look at that picture. Does it does it look like a vagina to me? We'll see. Let's let's find out together. It's it's too triangular. Fair, but we can't judge the the galaxy for having a different for a different type of pussy. All types of pussy exist in the world. First image of, wait. Milky Way black hole, why is this? Oh, oh. Oh yeah, yeah, too triangular. Almost like a fidget spinner. (laughs) (laughs) I know some people who uh, want, want their genitals to be treated like fidget spinners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that I'm done with my mangoes. <laughs> Good. All right. I'm gonna stop staring at the galactic pussy and focus. Um. So, um, we discussed this uh, that we were just gonna touch on. Uh, something related to this when we went into this decan, but I so um, overwhelmed with the thing that we were going to touch on when we start reviewing the next decan or start um, forecasting the next decan or like talking about the feel of Gemini One was that in this in deck in decan three of Taurus there was also a uh, a shooting in Buffalo, right. Um, so there was a shooting in Buffalo that happened. Um, people started to feel like um, started to feel a little bit of outrage, and uh, and I this was across state lines at uh, a predominantly African American grocery store, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then this more recent there one. appear to have been no red flags that would have prevented the 18 year old from obtaining the three guns said to be found in their possession. One using the attack, two in the car. No red flags. They, they, law enforcement officials said no red flags, but there were, um, but Twitter was aflame with how, with the red flags. He was literally uh, known on Discord for being absolutely racist and uh, I see and say, saying the, the, like these racist things that, and threatening these things so people are just like, oh, it's just a joke. Jokes normalize the thing. Jokes normalize the thing. You give cover to people who say it honestly, at the very least, yeah. Yeah. And, like, so when you hear that and someone is like, just like, I'm joking, that don't believe them. you can't, like, don't believe them. And even if they are joking, they won't be joking for fucking long. If they, they should not be joking about that. If yeah. they hold their, if their will is so fragile 
to think that, oh, I can be a bad person if I'm just joking. They don't believe them when they're saying when they say they're just joking. It's not it's it's not safe for anyone. <laughs> it, like jokes are best when they don't hurt people and if they're gonna hurt people, they should hurt people that are already hurting people. They should yeah. hurt systems of oppression and structure. Like like George Carlin picking on the Catholic Church and picking on uh like pe- people on other I like comedians picking on comedians who pick who punch down. Yes. It's very fun. Like James A. Caster's bit and right. like, there were a couple Brave people. Little boy. Yeah. Yeah. But uh to not get too off topic. And then there was another more recent um mass shooting at a school. Yeah. Uh, which killed 19 children and we don't want to talk too deeply about this don't want to monetize on the tragedy but it is a thing that is happening and should be mentioned i actually haven't been monetizing this so i will definitely be not monetizing this episode we'll get back to monetizing after the sun's in out of my eighth or something totally fair enough we'll monetize we're definitely going to monetize hot girl summer but it's still may it's not summer until Jeff. We we don't ends. we don't want to be making that into content, regardless. Yeah. 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 I don't. So yeah. Oh my god. It wouldn't. I I I had a little intrusive funny thought. You know when your brain has does like just tells you a joke as an intrusive thought, just like right after we say we don't want to be making that into content. I have time. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not. Not what we're talking about. It's not what's gonna happen. Uh, moving very swiftly on as quickly as we deck. can. Moving to the deck that we're in. The first deck of Gemini. The Eight of Swords. Right. Um, ruled Which by the, the image... deity Tethys. Oh yes. Yeah, let's do that. Is it Tethys or Thetis? Let me let me just... Uh... <laughs> I think <laughs> it says Thetis on the Wikipedia and then the source you found says Tethys. Both I of them are ocean Tethys. deities. Yeah. It's just that Thetis is the mother of Achilles, and I would love for the Thetis thing to be correct, just because I like Achilles. I like Patroclus, but I like Achilles. Um, I, I like the store. I like the gayness of it. It's, everyone has their problematic face. He's <laughs> mine. Don't tell stupid jokes about trans people. But I was trashing the people who were like, they should put fish up the injection. Anyhow, fuck Ricky Gervais, fuck Dave Chappelle. Yes, Achilles was a war criminal, but his boyfriend's hot. Anyhow. Totally, totally, certainly. Anyhow, Gemini, Deccan 1. So right. the goddess is Tex. And I'm According to Cosmos go- of Jerusalem. Uh, going to Cosmos of Jerusalem, and the Wikipedia inaccurately uh, states it as Thetis, which is um, only mentioned in the Iliad, really, um, as mother of Achilles. But mm-hmm. Tethys makes makes this interesting that an ocean uh, an ocean deity is referenced Ruler in the first air. decade of air. But right. it, like rivers are rivers often twin each other. Mesopotamia between two rivers. Um, right. 
and I let me look at Well, okay, so like the the idea I'm coming at here is um I uh okay, so I learned this listening to um some uh some dudes coming on uh Sam Cedar's show to talk with Anna uh, Emma Viglin about um their project of um ecology and um there's some interesting stuff there but the the thing they really uh that, that really really stuck to me is um there is a known mathematical equation that we can use to discern based on the size of an island how much uh Uh, biological diversity can be expected in that space and the reason they brought that up is because you know with roads and cropland and cities we are building little islands on in in the middle of continents but uh the uh the crisscrossing dissecting um nature of rivers and uh and oceans like uh creates these natural boundaries natural borders in the world where uh first of all like if you're uh an herbivore an antelope right um you need to come to a river or a watering hole or a lake you know to drink water but it's also a very dangerous place because everything gets water from the same place and uh you can't easily cross it if it's too deep or too swift it's uh it's this natural barrier in the world and it cuts apart um the the land right mm-hmm. which uh really ties into the tarot image here um so the the crowley um i can't remember the uh, the artist's name shoot <laughs> but uh the the Thos deck has just a bunch of intersecting blades um as so as to like invoke the image of um bars and um the uh rws has a woman tied to uh a, a row of swords and uh it there is are called rivers Bento. underneath her as well there is a river underneath her um lady frida harris illustrated the thought deck um but yeah uh it uh crowley named this card interference um which uh, the Golden Dawn called it shortened force. It has to do with um, limiting factors with, um, I mean, because it's a a Blades card, it has to do with air, it has to do with these limiting concepts or frameworks, which uh, make certain options unavailable to us. Uh, This is something I love to talk about, like, it I, I may have even mentioned this on this show but uh, there's this really cute little Twitter bot that's uh, uh, like has Jeff Bezos decided to end homelessness today and every day it, re- it tweets the word no he has not or something like that and yeah. um, this is like partially because that would never simply occur to him to yeah just take his resources and do good in the world as opposed to try and monetize a solution to a problem it's not logical to him it doesn't fit in his framework mm-hmm. it's it's an interference 
Yeah. Um, I made a connection in the in, in my head to uh, the Gemini is the twelfth house of the Thamel Mundi, and okay. Tethys uh, being associated with the first decan of Gemini and being a goddess of rivers oh. and oceans. The ocean is where life first started. That's the womb where life uh, first became Incubated. complex enough to digest anything. Um, um, and rivers are uh, rivers feed into the are, ocean. Yeah, feed, feed into the ocean. That's rivers feed into the ocean. Rivers start the ocean. Um, like the That's ocean really grows stagnant. Like the Dead Sea is dead because no rivers flow into it. Right. I think the Dead Sea. I'm pretty sure the Dead Sea is dead. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no rivers flow it's into full it. Of no salt. rivers. Yeah, no rivers desalinate it. Like no rivers remove the the salt of Taurus and communicate life into it. So, and it's really interesting that you say um, the that life consumes things. The very first life consumed sunlight was cyanobacteria. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Well, sorry. Did you? No, have just a... just light. Light is like in astrology. It gives life and warmth and heat and intelligence. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, that's that's a little bit off topic, but uh, interesting. <laughs> Consuming light I was think. the first. What was like one of the first things we developed. And then um, to just pull yeah. in Kopik's image here real fast, uh, he uh, likens this deck into the Apple of Eden, um, which uh, insofar as like limiting frameworks, uh, this is another little spiel I like to go into about um, Neptune generally, but uh, every noun is actually a verb. Every object that you can summon in your brain can conjure in your mind. Like, mm-hmm. you know, let's say a guitar, um, you are dissecting it away from the strings and the player and the metal of the tuning pegs and the wood that is used to construct it. And in so doing, you are dissecting it from the trees which produce that wood and the earth which produced that metal and the infinite amount of time in the past and the infinite amount of time in the future, you are zeroing in on this one slice of history and of of space-time and declaring it artificially to be separate from everything else. And that can be a useful fiction, but it is a fiction. Yeah. When you uh, made the guitar metaphor, uh, I realized it's like when when musicians tell a musician in in a jam session will just say, A, and the person will understand that now to... Uh, well, well, that noun will tell them the verb to do. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, when you're when you're playing a note, you are actually moving the air at a certain certain frequency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am thinking of this might come, become relevant in the over the rest of Gemini season, but uh, there you can find the resonant frequency of a room. And if you hum, if you hum or right. sing at that tune, the room will vibrate with you. Um, and that that's a very interesting uh, experiment that I 
don't have the range to try. Or I don't know um, if I do have the range to try. I probably do. It is believed and likely that uh, Nikola Tesla invented a device to strike a given surface at its resonant frequency. It's called the earthquake machine because you can take something like the size of a briefcase and bring down a skyscraper. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You don't want to do it too much. You don't want like a chorus singing the resonant frequency of the house. Don't do that. But because it'd be the wood so will metal. Move with you. It'd be so metal. <laughs> and and if you're playing a guitar and you play a given note, all of the other strings will also vibrate in frequency. And especially if you play an open E, there are two open E's on the guitar. They will both, you can see them both vibrate because they have a very strong resonance. Yeah. They're tuned to the same frequency. That makes me want That's an interesting way to um, keep the, like, check tune to see if, like, that all the strings are in tune with each other. You could just go. I'm, I'm you could finger in uh, the same note here. on every yeah. string and then see it all vibrate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now I know how to do that. I don't have a guitar, but I have a fire. <laughs> I can't change very the... very freak of you. Yeah, yeah, I did get the lyre so that I could... Uh, that I could use it as a devotional thing. Didn't end up doing that, but... Mercury it's a cool Who thing knows? to own. It is a cool thing to own. It's right here. Is there anything on it? There's not anything on it. It's got a little sticker. About oh, me. Hell yeah. It's right It's a bi- it's a bisexual witch. And I'm so glad that the artist painted this the, like this this witch looks exactly like me. With the long hair, <laughs> long curly hair and everything. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Just gonna pretend that cat is a dog. Because I don't I I like cats. I don't like living with cats. Mm. They're they're it's the kitty litter. I don't. I hate the smell of kitty litter. That's that's my only grievance against. Fair cats. enough. Fair enough. Um, another intersection here that we have between uh, water and this Deccan is uh, it is governed by Chaldean order by Jupiter, and huh? then by triplicity by Mercury. And Jupiter is uh, is more sanguine, is airy, but it is it is moist. And it governs a water sign, and it exalts in a water sign. Yeah. It uh, it has to do a lot with yeah the promotion of growth, and um, it's it really does reinforce that idea of sometimes these fictions are useful. They can attract life to them and mm-hmm. have new biodiversity spring up, but um, it is still something that is separating. These illusions the earth. don't properly it, contain It cuts the into world. the earth. It cuts. Into- Oh wow, that's good river metaphor. And Mercury Jupiter it have have that dynamic of river because um, Sanjay Roth was uh, like knowledge is knowledge is that river. Uh, a, a teacher is teaching a student. The river is flowing towards the student. So Mercury Gemini is that student where the river flows towards. Um, so you're, there's that ability, like that illusion does have to cut through the earth to provide value that river has to cut through the earth to provide to it has to do what it and is also, destined to do provide value but 
sorry, go on. In communicating it, it is mm-hmm. mutated. There is no yes. way to translate it a hundred, like one to one. It it changes into something subtly different as it is received. Yeah, the ro- the Rocky, the um, the Colorado River gets ro- gets redder. Red. It's, yeah. And the uh, the Green River. Um, my my dad's a Gemini ascendant, so this so anything he says is relevant to this thing right now um and he uh he said one of the uh, most interesting points of uh, one of the most uh poignant images uh, in his life was seeing the re- the colorado river and the green river um meet and it takes a long time for them to become one water one river mm-hmm. but and that that meeting place there's it's not hard it's not like uh they stay separate and then like inch, inch into each other but they, they I, I haven't seen they co-mingle and spin they around mingle yeah the way like and yeah and they two schools of knowledge combining is very pretty i like i like that um um, they mutually lose themselves in the new thing that is created. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's. Do I want to say that's a Gemini thing? That's a. Yeah, no, that's a Gemini. Thing. So where Pisces might lose themselves in connection to others, it's a very Gemini trait to um, lose yourself in co-creation. Mm. I'm best friends with my Gemini. With my me and my Gemini best friend. We're, co- we're co-creating a, a we're co- helped each other act out our stories that we were writing I'm, I'm a Gemini moon that's uh, why I'm in it um, and we, we would help each other act out the stories we were writing and we help each other create and that's why um, we were we became such good and close friends so quickly The apple of Eden is the image here. Yeah, and per topic. I I have I have my moon here, as I said earlier, and uh, I'm Catholic, mm-hmm. so that's not a point of argument, but it is like. <sighs> My dad always drove it home that it is that it was always both Adam and Eve's fault, not just Eve, not just Adam. It's just like it's separate. It's co-creative. Yeah, it's co-creative. Totally, totally. And it's and, uh, it's good and evil, light and dark, hot mm-hmm. and cold. These mutually self-defining opposites. And the knowledge of good and evil, the tree was there as an opportunity for. Um, for Adam and Eve to grow. That's not the pr- common the, Christian yes, retelling, but exactly. The, no, but the best. It's the, the best, best retelling. Yeah, the best theogony, which is um, justification or so- solution to the problem of evil that I've ever heard, uh, and also like reading of this myth, is that um, if we were to be like angels, the deity could have made us as angels. 
but we would then be these timeless, unthinking uh, automata, essentially, because we would always be correct about everything. And there is not so much of a point to that as there is in us being capable of suffering and causing suffering so that we can forge our own ethics. Yeah, I was listening to Mad Pod um, recently. I caught up with the second series, and um, spoilers for a second series of the kind. I'll keep it vague, but there, there's a character that um, second series of second campaign two of Mad Pod. <laughs> That's what spoilers are for. I will keep it vague. Thank you very much. Um, but the objective of the series was. Uh, was eventually get like stop the stop the reincarnation of a deity from achieving or help the reincarnation of a deity achieve godhood without or, or remember their past lives um, and they would need to uh, experience um, experience their their godly powers but they still had a human perspective. To have mm. godly powers and human perspective oh, is yes. a death sentence. You can't like that is And that's also what makes us different from the the rest of the animals is language, the ability to um, transverse the material and the ideal and in so doing uh, be as deities, be so powerful that we can travel at the speed of sound and make light and change the climate mm-hmm. and we also are ruining ourselves because yeah. we are not doing that responsibly yeah we're not doing that responsibly we have access but we're we don't have the um, inherent divine wisdom yes inherent of the divine angels. wisdom and of the yeah that's why we ask the angels humbly and the gods humbly for their help because we're dumb. <laughs> Humans are the absolute best at looking Tricking at predicting ourselves. the future. We're not the best at predicting the future correctly. We're very good at convincing ourselves that we know everything. <laughs> yep. How and many times have we ended physics now? <laughs> I mean, not truly ended physics, but said we were about to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the when the character was going through um, that um, the experience like it was phrased as um, just like what what I imagined having a god complex would be just believing that you are right if someone's mad at you they're wrong if someone if someone agrees with you they're right you are just right and that's like that's the filter that goes over people's heads when they um, don't differentiate themselves from the angels, from the mm-hmm. from the divine. In because um, like differentiation is useful. The the illusion of di- of of our separateness from divinity is useful because right. we are still we are 
in human perspective and while there's nothing that escapes the universe so we are all technically we, we're all one throughout the, the universe divine. deities div divinity us um, animals all, all is one the separate we cannot pretend uh, that different uh, losing the differentiation between us and the divine is um, is picky it's just oh I am one with the divine so um, my emotions my like the my part of the my emotions is not a thing is, is the thing that's separating you not that emotions are bad but like leave the unification with everything in the world for Pisces season <laughs> for the end of the world for when you are sublimating into the next but totally, totally. For, for now recognize the usefulness of our ephemeral illusions the fiction of the dichotomy between the terrestrial and the divine yeah yeah. Um, that's 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 we got there from the apple of Eden. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Jupiter and Mercury. Which are this. also the terms here. Oh, they're the term. They're the terms. Okay. The first six degrees are the full term of Mercury, and then. Um, we have a partial term, six to ten degrees, uh, Jupiter. Ah, I was, I was that that. There are also the terms here. I was also going to point out that its opposite, that we'll cover in six months, is also ruled by Mercury and Jupiter, but oh. by, um, but that switch makes it makes sense. That is true. That's true. That's that's fire as hell. That's up. interesting. So Mercury and Jupiter love each other very much. They are very sweet people. Um, they're very sweet on each other. Mercury and Jupiter are... Um, well, they're always father-son in most cultures. Right, right. Th Thor, Jupiter, Thor son, son of Odin, Mercury. Um, Hermes Mercury, and Zeus. Hermes and Zeus. Buddha, um, Buddha is um, singular D. Um, the planet Buddha is the son, is the foster son of Brihaspati. So, yeah, Mercury and Jupiter are commonly related. Commonly related, yeah. Usually, very related because Jupiter is that Jupiter is the Mercury for between. Well, no, no, never mind. Ignore me. Not that, but Mercury. I mean, they, they oppose each other by domicile. Yes. Mercury does... Um... Oh, wait. Mercury and Jupiter inverse each other because Jupiter is the act of praying and reaching out towards the gods. Mercury is the gods giving you your answer no matter how much toil, how much toil is necessitated by the answer. Hmm. And then also... Um... Okay, so insofar as uh, Gemini Sagittarius axis, like um, Jupiter is uh, archetypically, or you know, Sagittarius Jupiter is a judge or a religious professional 
or um, a uh, an educator or a um, a member of a foreign culture, and then Mercury is a person who is asking them questions, who is trying to dissect their worldview and examine the minutia of this big, broad picture that Jupiter puts forward. Yeah. And there's there's an intense value, especially when we're gearing up towards summer. What are the tiny little things we can do to make sure that we don't burn? We don't have the worst, the worst, most heat, uh, heat-stricken summer. Well, what, like, what can we build some shade while it's not still abysmally hot outside, or <laughs> while it's not abysmally hot, while it's warm enough to work? Whereas Jupiter has those, has the smaller minutia questions of just like, or, or Ju- Jupiter's big picture is light a fire to deal with winter. Mercury is just like, okay. Let's make sure that we don't burn to death. No heat yeah, yeah, yeah. today. Where can we Everyone, get some kindling? Visors. How do we how do we get a like some flint? Um, another metaphor I like is Jupiter is the climate, Mercury is the weather. Yeah. Yeah. Not even weathermen predict the weather accurately. <laughs> Mercury rules the people who have to predict the weather, whether that's weather or astro astro weather. <laughs> yeah 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 meteorologists and astrologers yeah yep. the logists part <laughs> the lodgers and then also i mean um in insofar as like gemini uh mercury is uh merchants and traders and uh tricksters and magicians people who um uh, understand the nuance of language mm-hmm. and also of like broad interconnecting systems so as it, they don't understand them comprehensively but they understand like recipes if mm-hmm. I do X I can bring about Y and they can't derive an equation from it although I mean Mercury is mathematics but uh, you can never know all of mathematics. Yeah, we're that's inventing more of it every impossible. day. Yeah, we're inventing slash discovering. Um, <laughs> yep. Whereas Jupiter is just the universe as it is. It is knowing. It would be knowing all things simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And, and then you don't need math. Then you yes. can just know. With a Mercury and with my Mercury and Pisces, I the Jupiterian knowing is very much. If to know all of the things, you literally must know nothing. <laughs> you, you you don't get attached to having that in your memory. It'll come back when you need it or when it's rel- or when you stop pressing on it. But like, um, it like you will have studied the thing, and then someone else will say it, and then you'll remember it, and then you'll remember that. Oh, I have this thing. Oh, I did see this thing. Like I cast a horary where I was just like, I knew that I was a Mer- I was ruled by Mercury and just I was ruled by Mercury this year as my time lord. And then I cast a horary was uh, where horary where I was represented by Saturn. And I was I just knew like looking at the chart and looking at Saturn that I was not gonna get that I just wasn't 
I had cast the horary to see if I was getting laid that oh. night, and I knew that I wasn't, and I was emotional about it. Oh and then I look, um, and then I go to Twitter to make content about my pain, and someone points out, uh, and someone uh, Ursula pointed out the did the aspect not perfect? I was just like, oh right, L five Mercury doesn't perfect its sextile to Saturn. Yeah, they both station retrograde and are like, fuck you. It, Little minute things. Yeah. Saturn and Mercury are currently going for a high five, but like really slowly. And then, oh. It's and like that. Check that catch. Go on. Also, this goes right into like the um, higher uh, or, or teacher student dichotomy in insofar as like you can look at a professor at a college and when they are acting as a teacher they are simply regurgitating facts that they know to be true and uh, they might not even know how we know they just know this that is the consensus true. at the time and this is what you must know in order to move on in this field but then when a professor is doing their own research they will tell you oh no this very very closely related thing that's not my realm i know very little about it actually because mm -hmm. i am asking questions still <laughs> and um like uh there's uh there's a very different mode uh in between asking what is it that we know what is the repository of knowledge and how do we know? How can I examine this this uh, um, methodology and critique it and see um, what we are actually saying here in inexactitude? I'm currently looking for my phone that I have displaced, and it's oh no, but. Um... Uh... Oh, I can go we into love, the seconds. We love how beautiful Mercury is at Mercury loves because it was literally right next to my leg. Nice. And Mercury just wanted uh, to humiliate me because I will not be editing this out. Mercury Jupiter is next to your thigh. Mercury Jupiter is next to my thumb. Sagittarius what? is the thighs. Oh, wow. Wow. That's a good point. <laughs> But yeah, insofar as the Deccans are Mercury and then Jupiter, I think that is very much uh, to do with uh, first we cut apart the universe and then we can build upon it. Then we can do science or build an instrument. Yeah. That is there. That is... I guess... Okay. And then... Ptolemy gives Taautus, which is a chemetic deity, and both neither of us are chemets. No, yeah, we don't practice that. Would love to have someone on to talk about those deities, but also there are 36 listings, so I might not. That's a lot. That's a that's a lot. I've never um, heard of Taautus. Yeah, me neither. I'm googling right now to see what it says. Also a mercurial thing. Yes. <laughs> Asking questions of this big repository of knowledge.
Okay, so the only... This is not legible. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see if I, I can think find anything. This is something else. Wait. Tautus. Knowing that of all men, Tautus was the first who thought of the invention of letters. Okay, so he's the person who thought of the invention of letters. Which makes a lot of sense, Began actually, the writing yeah. of records, and he laid the foundation, as it were, of his history by beginning with him, whom the Egyptians called Pope and the Alexandrians both translated by the Greeks uh, okay, into Hermes. Okay, okay so, so Hermes is the... <laughs> gotcha. As the, as the inventor of language. Fair enough. Totes, totes, totes. Gotcha, right. Both as the inventor of language and letters. That was from uh, Ptolemy. Yeah, the Ptolemy cites this deity. The what I was reading was from Eusebius in his work *Preparatio Evangelii*. No, no. So wait, the Phoenician writer Sanchuniathon. I don't know if I pronounced that right. Um, wait. No. Tautus of, Be- of Biblos, according to the Phoenician writer Sanchuniathon, was the son of... Yeah, Sanchuniathon was the Phoenician writer who wrote that. That was translated by Philo and transmitted to us by Eusebius in Preparatio and Vangelica. Um, so yeah, Eusebius, enough. a Catholic writer, probably wrote um, this is who... This is a person who started the writing of things. Um... But the Phoenician writer Sanchuniathon, Tautus of Biblos, Tautus of writing, of lettering, of booking, making books. So a form of Tautus that was, I was recognized in the thing. I'm gonna be, I'm interested for next Deccan because because of um, Topic's image and the yeah yeah that that's interesting uh-huh. um we can talk about that more there it'll be an interesting conversation it'll be nice to have the conversation not under well we might have it under Mercury retrograde we'll see what no when no, we, no. I, we don't we don't have to i think let me i mean we can stop the recording whenever but i, I will just check okay are are we done with the thing? I I have nothing else to bring up. I also have nothing else to bring up. This this is the one gift of Mercury retrograde. Well, we had a bunch of gifts, which is uh, at, which were at my expense of being hilarious online. And if I need to be hilarious online for Mercury to punish me properly, that's my cross to bear. I'll bear it proudly. <laughs> Uh, we can have we can have a direct Mercury. We cannot have a Mercury outside of the relative twelve. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, we can have a direct Mercury, but I, it's also like that's also like three days into the decan, which is earlier yeah. than we're doing this now because this is halfway through the decan that we've had to reschedule it to. Um, so if I were to try to get a Mercury retrograde, I'd probably. We probably end it's up still, doing it with Mercury Direct. 
It's still barely Mercury's turn, though. Still, right now. In, okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, yes. Very, very barely. Very close. Very close to my nail moon. <laughs> oh, and the moon is now void, so let's end this. This feels like a great time to end this. Brilliant. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. See you on whenever I see you. Bye, Stop. <laughs>